Well, I don't feel like I'm a part of the everyday American society, and I don't want to be, let me tell you. Okay? I do my damnedest to tear it down. A governor's task force has determined that punk rockers are society's new subversives and must be treated as such. Taxation is theft. Oh! God damn it, motherfucker! We're talking peace, love, and honor. FBI is feeling the heat. Your own conscience, your own morality, your own decision, your own self. You alone can do it. There is no authority but yourself. The BR Hates Fed Show. Welcome to the Rice Fields, motherfuckers. TikTok is the best comedy that's like on the internet right now that's awful and i reject that <laughs> you can reject it if you want speak of the devil <laughs> tiktok it was a shower tiktok combo what a shower tiktok combo oh that's watching tiktok in the shower which i do i i have done that oh god what where, where is this society going guns South Carolina, baby. That's how um, we do it down here. For the record, I'm recording. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> you uh, you good to go? Yeah, I'm ready to go. All right, I'm all lubed up. You uh, ready? You ever listened to one of my episodes before? Yep. All right. In that case, you you've heard this intro before. <laughs> what's up lads and ladies i'm br and i hate feds and today i'm joined by my co-host my e-militia co-host guns guns and guillotines g and g you deleted Hello. your fucking you deleted your fucking twitter didn't you i did god damn it yeah i was like i don't enjoy this ever <laughs> so. I, I traded i traded guns for resi like resi's on there now and he also doesn't like it yeah it's terrible I, like i never liked it and people were like yeah it's like oh it's just different you just gotta like you just gotta accept that it's different and eventually it becomes <laughs> good or something but i just always hated it and then after i was diagnosed with schizophrenia and i started dealing with a lot of shit i was like you know what no i'm yeah. not gonna do this anymore i hate it well I deleted Snapchat too. Oh, Snap Snapchat is product of the Antichrist anyway, so fuck it. I just started like getting rid of the mental clutter of my life as best I can so I can become a Buddhist monk. I I dig that. I can I can genuinely see you rocking like the orange robes and the, the big wooden beads. I would I already to- kinda look like the adult version of Aang from Avatar. <laughs> Yes. So I even have tattoos on my head and everything. You look, you look like, like Aryan Ang. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if I shave my head, like, because adult Ang had a beard. Uh, yeah, yeah. You could, you could rock it. I, I really want to see like older, wise, sage monk guns. Like I could just get some orange robes, shave my head. That'd be like a spot on cosplay. Yeah, I mean, it would probably be, like, really offensive to, to Buddhists, but, I mean, just, just buy yourself, like, a few Buddhist-ish self-help books. Oh, that'd and... be, yeah, no, it wouldn't be offensive to Buddhists if I was Buddhist. Oh, no, if you actually were a Buddhist, then, uh, you know. Are we keeping that minute or two of 
conversation before the intro? What TikTok? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I never know. Uh, I mean, we what? can. I'm just curious how how you run things over here. How you run we, this shop? Well, there is only one man in the shop, so it's 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 my. Sh- it, this is basically my shed. Like the email shit is where I go to work in terms of the podcast world, and this is my shed. The man cave. Yeah, it, it really is. It's like like come on in. Um, you know, enjoy. Uh, there's there's only whiskey. There's only whiskey. So. Make it that what you will. Um, but I do like that this program like shows the audio waves. Yeah, it shows when you're being a mouthy prick. Yeah. It, said, it shows that I'm being way louder than you, but I'm not really trying to be. That's because you're American. <laughs> <laughs> right. I blame the so, microphone. I blame your culture. Um, so so uh, what are we going to talk about today, my friend? Well, I have a list. <laughs> that I compiled months ago. Oh, fuck you. Okay. No, I did. Oh, no, that's true. You No, we've been talking about doing this episode for a minute, actually. Yeah. I, I I have to apologize. We, um, yeah, for, for a long time, when I, when I started the show four or five months ago now, you were like, oh, when am I coming on? And I was like, whenever you want. <laughs> and then I hit rock bottom. And then you hit rock bottom and, and, and you <laughs> fucking, you left me hanging very selfishly. And I didn't want to do anything for a while. And now tonight, randomly, I wanted to do something. So I yeah, was like, hey. so you finally grace me with your presence. Yep. <laughs> Here I am. So what are we talking about? So uh, the first thing I wrote was that we should talk about the theory of free will. Because uh, it doesn't actually exist. <laughs> That's something that um, you see like a lot of religious uh libertarians and anarchists talk about free will and how like god intended us to have free will and and so like that's where liberty comes from it's and i don't know it's kind of it's uh, you're like what would you call yourself would you call yourself an atheist agnostic because i know you're not a religious man oh i'm trying to become buddhist so whatever (laughs) that is well i'm I'm a spiritual man hey that audio file looks like a turtle (laughs) God damn it. I wish there was a way to hide this. <laughs> um, well, all right. So you're interested in Buddhism. So where does free will come into into that? Do you, have you read anything about Buddhism? I haven't yet? researched Buddhism enough okay, to know so, where so, free will comes into Buddhism. But <laughs> see, when I compiled this list, I was not. That was my pre-interest in Buddhist days. Oh, okay. So, so this is. This is an old just, list. This is, I think this is pre me knowing I had schizophrenia list. Oh yeah, yeah, it was a, it was a while before that. We yeah. talked about doing this. So hopefully this will this will bring me back into my old self a little bit. But <laughs> my point is our thoughts come from within us, right? Yeah. And we think we make them, but we really don't. Like it's decided that we are going to think something before we think the thing that we think. What? I I don't agree with that. I my my view on life in general is we are fucking animals. We're pretty fucking smart animals, but end of the day, we walk off in the woods, a bear can knock our head off and rip our guts apart just as well as they would any any deer or anything else they came across. We are God willing. <laughs> God willing. Like oh, that'd be a mercy. I, I I'm I, th- I I don't know if that might offend 
you know, some people who view ourselves as like some more important animal or that we're, we're better than animals. But I, I genuinely view us as monkeys with a, a bigger head on our shoulders who, you know, we, instead of using sticks, we've, uh, we've come up with all sorts of clever, more clever ways to um, yeah. live our life. So we learned how to throw rocks too. <laughs> we did very fast. And so I don't really, free will to me is kind of just a natural state of being like, you know, we, we have we have instincts and stuff as any other animal does, but fundamentally, I think we decide what's best for us in any given situation. I, and I think that's what free will is. We, every moment of every day, we make little calculations, whether it's shoes and cereal, Bandersnatch style, or or um, although that's that's a bad thing to go into if we're talking about free will, Bandersnatch. Um, <laughs> that's a shitty reference completely. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah whether it's choosing cereal or uh choosing you know which which way to get to work or whatever the fuck it might be but you didn't really choose that cereal what do you mean like when you woke up that morning you were going to get the cereal that you chose like you didn't you didn't change your mind like it, the, the decision was already made this is really abstract and hard to explain that's I, I feel like that's gonna be the entire episode, so I guess we gotta just fucking dive into it. Yeah, I mean, it, it could be the entire episode, but I don't want it to be because <laughs> at the end of the day, I do believe that we have free will. Like, but you're just I, being difficult. Like, yeah, I'm just playing devil's advocate with myself. <laughs> like, because I mean, because I think things, and I I feel like I have a soul, so like, of course, I want to have free will, right? Like, I want free will to be a thing, but I also think it's fun to dabble with the prospect that any thought you have came from somewhere so deep inside of your consciousness that you didn't choose it. So what it, like your... everything is subconscious. Everything is out of your control. All your thoughts and beliefs are not actually up to you. They come from your subconscious. Well, I mean, that's, that's a terrifying thought. And I mean, to get a little bit deep, that's kind of, a fear you had with this schizophrenia diagnosis, right? Yeah, because that was a, a like a different being entirely in there. Yeah, you you felt like, like a possession of sorts. Yeah, you you were saying like you just weren't present sometimes, right? Well, what, how would like, you how would you describe it? Like like I someone else was in the driver's seat. Yeah, like like I was no longer the captain of the ship. Yeah, and because the thoughts I was thinking weren't the thoughts I was thinking, some of the things I was doing were not what I would be thinking or what I would be doing had I not had schizophrenia. And the thoughts I was thinking and the things I were doing were being put out there by something that wasn't actually me. So it was like there was another sentience inside of me, like another consciousness that was in the driver's seat. Yeah. And it was terrible. Hmm. I mean, so it's like so, it's like that, but for everybody. <laughs> that's what I'm talking. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about right now. So, all right. If you want to play devil's advocate, would what would you, what would your strongest argument for us not having free will be? That did, would it would it be something in the vein of like we all have those moments where we're not in the driver's seat, or I don't know where would you go. I'm saying every moment we're not in the driver's seat uh, to play devil's advocate. Yeah, but I could, 
you know, I could completely derail this podcast and be like, fuck you guns, you're a cunt, and just stop it right here and have an 11-minute episode. And that would be my free will, you know? And that decision would have come from your subconscious before you knew it was going to be your decision. What? What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> it would have come from somewhere before you even knew it. My subconscious? The decision, yeah, the decision to say, fuck you, cunt, I'm ending this podcast, would have been made before you actually made that choice. I, but it, but it was a very conscious. Choice. Okay, for you to play devil's advocate, do you understand what I'm saying? Like, do you understand? No. You don't understand what I'm saying. I when when you say it comes from your subconscious, subconscious is more like like an innate feeling, or like, and I I don't know exactly where it comes from because we don't we didn't do any research for this podcast yeah, about, that'd about be nothing. Boring as fuck. Exactly. We we we're just talking off the off the dome but um like well, there's the id the ego and the super ego if you want to talk about research which is that freud or someone else uh i think it's freud i i always forget the and difference you know i love freud i yeah <laughs> he's got some great ideas he's a fucking odyssey <laughs> the 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 id the ego and the super ego right all right simply psychology let's let's uh let's give some context well the id is your subconscious the id is the animal well id id is instincts ego reality super ego morality combination well is morality a combination of instincts and reality it's more just like a lofty set of goals, like the super, the su- super ego being, um, like what you would, how you would like situations to be, or like in a perfect world. How so that's what that's how you that's what you use to make decisions. Your your super ego. Well, you use both. Like your 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 id is the animal, as I call it. Like that's like. Like wow, I, those are, I, I, those yeah, are I, nice tits, and I now want to have sex. That's an id. That's id thoughts. Yeah. And then there's the ego, which is. <laughs> I like I, I like how you're framing this already. <laughs> <laughs> there's the ego, which is look at this kitten I found on the side of the road. Oh, I, I thought you were going to stick with the same. <laughs> no, same there's example. no way. There's no way I can I can talk about tits and ego at the same time. I mean, I guess I could be like. No, because the superego, that, that's the combination, right? Or that's what I called the combination? That's what you called the combination, but here it says it's morality. Like, it's, it's using your... Yes, exactly. That's, that's the, the combination of the two, because that's what you use to make decisions. Like, that's morality, as in those are the decisions you make. So ego is, well, those are nice tits, I want to have sex, but I'm not going to because I don't have consent, clearly. Yeah. And then the superego is that decision. Yeah. Yeah, I, I get you. So, why were we referencing id, ego, and superego for, uh, for, for, for free will? Like, Because id and ego decide everything, and superego is what makes us think we have free will. Because we have a choice in what our own morality is. Like, some people have no morality, so they can 
do whatever, you know, or, or they choose to um, ignore whatever sense some of people are, they have. are all id, and if they're all id, they don't have free will. Uh, yeah, I guess. Yeah, they're just an animal at that point. If they just, I mean, own, people that have solid super the- egos don't have free will either. It's just that they have a balanced ego and a balanced id. So you, but you anyway, wait, 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 wait. Before we, we we can move on to a different thing, but but before we end, um. Do you think morality is a choice or like something that we're just bound to? Because I mean, that's a hard one. Um, because I, mean, I, think- I I think morality exists. I think in, I think morality is innate. Um, like I think compassion is. A natural human emotion i think it's human i think it's i think yeah i think it's innate and i know a lot of a lot of the christian folk out there will say that like without god or without jesus like there is no morality or whatever because like, you have to base it on something i don't think that's true no I, i'd agree i mean i you know with with a complete rejection of my uh church of england school upbringing I'm still, you know, a, a good person fundamentally. I, I, I'd never dream of wronging someone, you know, who hadn't wronged right. me. <laughs> so, just without any kind of belief system in place, other than I. But then, then you get into the argument of, oh well, uh, Judeo-Christian values are just a part of Western society. <laughs> in a way, shit. It's like, oh, if you hadn't gone to that Church of England school, you wouldn't be a good person. It's like, actually, I fucking hated it. And I was I was determined to rebel in any way I could, but I was still not. I wasn't a shitty person while rebelling. You know, I wasn't wasn't ready to burn down fucking homes or some shit or like I don't know, fuck over people in rebellion. I was still a good person, just rejecting that system. I don't know. You mentioned a little bit ago. You mentioned two other things that I had on my list. What's that? Um. Well, I can't remember one of them, but I know you mentioned it. <laughs> Killing it! Because I, I was gonna, I still have the list, so it doesn't matter. We're, we're going to cover it. But you mentioned, well, we've been talking about animal instincts, right? Yeah. Like, and I want to talk. I just want to briefly talk about how absolutely nuts things like laughing and crying are. As as a, like a social animal, how how weird it is we do it, or what? yeah. Exactly. Like when we hear something that tickles our brains and we think it's funny, we let out this, which were we not human and heard it would probably be absolutely terrified (laughs) of a laugh. Yeah. And like, we're like all like contorting our faces and like showing our teeth at each other. And all just making these weird fucking noises when we're in a good mood. That's so fucking weird. Like it makes me cringe almost to, to really think about laughter. <laughs> like, <what laughs> it is. La- laughter is cringe, bro. <laughs> like it is. Laughter is cringe, dude. It's so <laughs> weird to think about. It makes me so uncomfortable to think about it. Like a group of people. Like I love doing it. Like I'm still a person, you know. But a group of people sitting around laughing to aliens. Like let's say aliens don't laugh. That has got to be just absolutely bonkers to watch. 
no, I yeah, I mean, from from an outside perspective, if you had no idea how like, are there any other mammals apart from? I mean, I I think monkey monkeys laugh and stuff. Monkeys laugh <laughs> for the opposite reason. D- do they? Yeah, monkeys laugh like when they're scared to like ward off shit. They show their teeth to be like, look at my big ass teeth. I'm gonna make these big, loud, scary noises. I think it's a fear response for monkeys. I swear I've seen. I like, wish we had somebody like, listening in on this podcast so I could be like, "Yo, can we fact check that?" Because now I'm gonna have to do it myself. Well, we're, we're just gonna have a whole episode of saying outrageous shit that we cannot back up, <laughs> and, and everyone's gonna after this, everyone's gonna be like, "These two are fucking idiots." I don't know why I listened to them. Well, but, I'm just gonna Google why the monkeys laugh real quick, <laughs> just quietly. <laughs> like I swear I've seen videos of monkeys, uh, like in captivity, so it's not completely natural. But where they, as a group, they, they do laugh and they do, I mean, cause monkeys play and shit, just like tons of animals do, but I don't, they, they seem to have a social aspect to them as well. So you'd think laughing would be okay. know, part, part of the nature that led up to how we laugh. You know, you'd think there'd be some kind of connection between how we do it and how they do it. Discovermagazine.com says when a monkey is simply scared, such as when it spots a snake or a predator, it freezes to avoid detection or else it runs away as fast as possible. That This is what plain fear looks like. The grin, though, is an intensely social signal that mixes fear with the desire for acceptance. What? Oh, okay. So, well, it's like a, it's like a survival thing then because you were like... You're like, I'm scared as shit. Help me out. <laughs> yeah, I mean... That is an odd one because... Yeah, for for most for most animals, showing teeth is like fuck off, right? But for us, it's like, trust me. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Look at my teeth. You'd think like showing a more vulnerable state would be like how we how we socialize somehow. But laughing, you're like you're like spilling over yourself. You're falling away. You're like slapping your thigh, grinning. You, you, like you said, your face is contorted, and you're making like tons of fucking noise. Which, <laughs> Weird noise, man. Which Just... if, if if you're a, if you're a monkey up in some tree and there's you know fucking panthers or lions or whatever the fuck around, you're not gonna be trying to make lots of noise. <laughs> a monkey at a zoo watching a group of people like laugh at it has got to just be like the most confused shit ever. <laughs> like. Fuck you, weird, like, weird, hellish monkeys. Yeah, weird, weird, weird as hell over there. I have such yeah. a good list. Do you want to go to the next one? Well, I, I was interested, like, outside the monkey thing. I mean, okay. it's like... Oh, crying too. Like, what? Crying. <laughs> what the fuck is that, dude? First of all, we cry for a lot of different reasons, right? Like, we cry when we're really sad. Like, we cry when we're extremely frustrated. We can cry. Some people cry, cry when they're in intense pain. Cry when you're happy? Yeah. I, yeah. I cry when I see something extremely sweet and moving. Cry when you see Bridge to Terabithia? I didn't. Fuck you. I didn't, actually. Yeah. I was. That was, like, before <laughs> I developed... <laughs> the rest a of soul? my brain yeah a human or something soul. i don't i don't know but i didn't cry when i watched a bridge to terror with you all right well i guess i guess this conversation's over <laughs> i might I, cry I, if i watched it now i for some reason the past few years i've been way more emotional like way more in tune with my realize, emotional side 
You realize you needed to fuck girls. <laughs> <laughs> I've, no, I've been doing that, but <laughs> I've been like, I've been doing that. Like <laughs> I'll like I'll see like a particularly sweet commercial or something, and I'll feel it in the back of my throat. I'll be like, you know what? If this continued, I would cry. I'm glad it was only a minute. Like it's it's pretty easy to do it to me now. Like I'll I'll almost cry when I watch Avatar. What the fuck? Yeah, you see, you see them like having ponytail sex, and you're like, oh my god, this film is. I'm talking film. about oh, the last Airbender. Oh, okay. last Airbender, you moron! Oh my god, don't ever confuse the two. I was like, really, James Cameron can bring you to tears. God James damn. Cameron's never brought me to tears. Good, good, okay. But Avatar was a good movie, but it didn't bring me to tears. Nah. But the um, last Airbender. <laughs> that is a masterpiece and has has teared me up I, I didn't cry but like my eyes got a little sting to them what scene i don't know why but the, there's this one scene and the last spoiler alert in the last episode uh like sozin's comet where there's all those warships with the firebenders at the front of them throwing these huge cones of fire down at the earth kingdom. And they're just like burning this like giant hundreds of yards wide swath of everything as they fly forward. Right. You've seen it, right? Yeah. 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 And then Toph, the blind girl looks out of the window. She's blind, but like she can feel the heat on her face and like you can like see the reflection of fire in her eyes and she's like wow that's a lot of fire isn't it <laughs> that made me emotional and, and you, i don't know why i did not expect that answer all right yeah that that's one of them that's one of them also like when uncle iroh spoiler alert when uncle iroh gets upset with zuko because zuko is about to steal ang's bison again and he like starts yelling at Zuko and he's like, and then what? Like, you never think these things through blah, blah, blah. Like that scene definitely made me emotional. Cause it was like boiling over. Well, there you go. Ladies and gentlemen, a, uh, a peek into guns's mind. Yeah. And what, 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 what makes him tear up? Weird shit. Yeah. We can't, can't really explain why, but. But not Bridge to Terabithia. All right. Not Bridge to Terabithia. All right. All right. <laughs> it was it was too dumb. <laughs> it was the pretty whole... fucking it was pretty fucking dumb. But like a kid so the whole film is fucking dumb. But seeing yeah. a kid a kid die while out playing, that's sad. Come on. Yeah, but I was a kid at the time too, so I was like, so you're like fuck that bitch. Yeah, well no, but <laughs> <laughs> I remember I watched it I watched it with my family and like a family friends family, like a, like another family that we were friends with <laughs> and the matriarch of the other family went to the bathroom right before the girl died in that movie. So she came back and like everybody in the theater was crying and she was like, what the hell happened? And she it's was so, like, it's so abrupt. If you, yeah. Yeah, if, if you step out during that, you're like, Oh, well a happy kids film still going. <laughs> yeah so she went to go use the bathroom came back saw everybody was crying she was like what the hell happened and everybody was like the girl died <laughs> that's all the explanation that's all the explanation there is yeah. like, the girl died she was like what the fuck dude like, <laughs> what is this pee. movie oh yeah god damn spoiler alert but 
if you haven't seen, yeah, it's, it's, it's spoiler, spoiler. If you alert, haven't chick, seen Bridge to Terabithia, she dies. Sorry, the chick dies. Don't even watch it. Yeah. Um. All right. What What else is on your list? We, we've uh, We've covered that. Crying and laughing is fucking weird, and we have no laughing answer. So weird. Yeah. We We have no answer for why. It just is. Uh, yeah, it just is. Yeah, I, it, well, it's I, natural I, I, for us, so like we don't really yeah. think it's weird, but it is. Like we're yeah. also smart enough to look back at it and be like, "That is fucking weird." Well, you know, you know what else is funny about that? Because like, you know, like pets in your house are a good gauge for when human behavior is weird. Oh yeah, pets are weird. <laughs> like, like, like p- pets are weird. Uh, uh, maybe, maybe I the can concept drop of, the concept of pets is is really weird. Well, whenever I look at any dog, it, whether it's, you know, like a, a husky or a chihuahua, I'm like, you came from a wolf. And we fucked around with your breeds to the point that you became this little... Alright, chihuahuas, anything that's like, not... If, if, if it's not big enough to be a hunting dog, I think it's a piece of shit. If it's I a agree. Dog. Yeah. I, I really... I fucking hate tiny dogs. Like, alright. I will still... I love animals in general, so I'd be like, "Oh, who's a good boy?" But my, yeah, my... I'll never be mean to a dog. But as far as owning one, dude, I'm yeah. not gonna own a little crusty ass dog. Yeah, my my general perception of like tiny dogs is, "What the fuck is this? This is a waste of everything, <laughs> a waste <laughs> of effort." Like whoever spent the their literal expertise in biology to make this, however many years ago, what in the fuck were you doing? Hundreds of years of of. Sp- specific breeding of like weird abnormalities like shorter legs and like weird ears and shit like that until it just becomes this useless little thing that pisses on the floor and like won't stop barking i won't stop shaking well you know what's crazy to me is that every dog is the same species all right what the same breed whatever the fuck no they're the same species with different breeds so a Great Dane can mate with a Chihuahua. That is terrifying. Like see, seeing, seeing very differently sized dogs fucking. Well, I, I guess it must just be like seeing seeing a really big human fuck a really tiny human. And I, I don't mean like a child. I mean like a like like a. <laughs> I mean like like a four foot six woman with like some you know the mountain six eight guy. Yeah, and you're like Jesus fuck. You're both into this. Yeah. That's terrifying i've thought about that with aliens too like (laughs) like what if they go what if they like for no particular reason like just pick really different looking people like some very very old small taiwanese woman (laughs) and then like the mountain for example Uh, they have done both of them would they think that they were different species like similar They'd be like, so these are clear, like, looking at them. Just be like, clearly, they're different. But then we're like, no, like, we're all the same, actually. <laughs> like, Sorry to no, burst no, the bubble. We, we've been working on this for, like, the last, you know, 100 years or so. We are all the same. There are no differences between us. Yeah. <laughs> it, just, it just looks like it, but I promise, like, yeah. Just, uh, I mean, check the DNA, yeah. But the aliens, the aliens would, they, that would be a head-scratcher for them. Well, what would terrify me, like, there's, there's, there's this kind of common trope with, uh, when we think of intelligent aliens visiting, of them uh, taking samples and having, like, a little Earth zoo or something, you know? And it's like, <laughs> g- 
Can, can you imagine if, if they they just kind of took a interest in us? And maybe they already have, and that's why, you know, people go missing and people get supposedly abducted. Maybe they're taking humans and, like, breeding us in some way and making us pets somewhere. I mean, I guess there could be a worse life. Well, you, you don't know what how they treat their pets. Well, if they're <laughs> pets, I mean, it's probably pretty good. If, if anything, like, we treat our pets, it's probably pretty nice. I don't know. I, some people treat their animals like shit. We There might be humans sitting in, like, some alien chain-link fence yard just shitting on the floor, and they're called, like, Fido. And the, <laughs> the, the, the alien owner just chucks, like, bones and shit at them every now and then. Like, I don't know what the fuck it eats, but, you know. <laughs> just chewing on bone marrow. <laughs> Slurping out bone marrow. Like, come on, Fido. Fuck you, my name's Jacob. <laughs> All right. Before we move on to the next one, it's time to take a brief intermission so that I can go get another Diet Pepsi. <laughs> All right. Hey, look, we all recorded a new ad for a change. That's right, people. We're celebrating Flag Day, whatever the hell that cultish nonsense is, with 15% off flags on spiritofresistance.com. Why not grab an anarcho Betsy Ross from Liberty Punk Inc. to fly for the next patriotic holiday? Concern the fuck out of your neighbors, HOA, visiting in-laws, the Biden administration, the next administration, and if you're a Biden the Bullet podcast listener, get yourself dragged in by your command for a free talk about radicalization. 50% off flags until the 20th of June for Flag Day. We have both the classic red, white, and blue and the subdued black and green available. All proceeds go towards the show and what I do. Link in the description. Thanks for listening, now let's get back to the show. Let's try this ASMR again. Ooh, that was that was nice. All right, now I just feel like I'm inside the can. I feel like I'm being drowned in a can of Pepsi. Pretty nice. That was nice, wasn't it? It, it was initially nice, and then it got kind of, like, terrifying. Oh, it did? Let me put all my filters back on. Okay. All right. Okay. I'm back. Right. Back to business. Wait. So, on the topic of pets, before we move on. So, we talk about dogs. Fucking cats. They are strange, too. Oh, yeah. Because cats, like, like, like we were talking about earlier, you know, fucking monkeys, were one of the... One of the biggest predators that preyed on monkeys wherever you know monkeys were in the world was big cats, and and now we just so so we went from being like fucking torn apart by big cats to having these tiny miniature cats just walking around our house and they they walk like big cats do you know like that kind of stalker low low pro kind of um, walk they do but but instead they rely on us opening little packets of food for them like like a bitch scooping their shit out of a box yeah yeah they, they used to be like the apex predator that killed us and our ancestors and now we're just like we're just like come here puss puss <laughs> definitely odd and, and it's not like dogs where it's like oh yeah you guys can help us hunt someday we were just like huh what the fuck is that Meow. oh that's that's cool and then it just treated us like shit and we're like oh i love this thing <laughs> we like, like, it looks cute yeah, like, like the Egyptians treated it like a fucking god, and like they they went out of their way to, to you know, look after him. I, I think there was just some kind of culture of goes back well, to that natural human compassion we were talking about. I guess. I mean, we see something tiny and vulnerable, and we're like, oh, okay, we, we'll help that. But all right, yeah. All right, you want the next one on the list? 
What's next, big boy? The sixth sense I feel when messaging a person close. So, so this was the last one we we discussed before starting because I the, the rest of these I wanted to be a surprise, but this one was interesting. When when you told me this one, I was like, I was like, okay, I trust you. These are good topics because this is something I too have experienced. I'm, and I, I can't explain it for I, anything. I think I can. So okay. If you're talking to someone, you know, whether it's a, a friend, a family member, like a partner, you intimately know them to e- even in ways that you might not be able to verbalize, but you just kind of know their like their candence. You kind of know how they'd react to something, even if you haven't talked about it. You know, if if you if you really know someone, and so intuition. I think, yeah, I think you get that same kind of candence with someone if you text with them all the time. And you're like, okay, well, they're at work today, so they're going to take probably like 30 minutes to respond. Or if you're just, you know, bullshitting on the weekend, you're like... But it's by the minute, bro. Like, it can... Be, I'll text somebody, and it, like, and they won't respond immediately, so I'll put my phone down. But you'll know it's always it on silent. And when I pick it up, they'll be typing a response. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, like me... You won't verbally say, like, oh, you know, they're replying like half an hour, but you... Or whatever it might be. But you kind of just have an intuition. They're gonna respond now. Put this in the comments, like if, if this, you, happens, if this to you. happens to y'all. Yeah, legit. Because it must do. But how are we so good at it? I, well, like what what else it might be? It's probably a combination of that intuition and also all of our collective impulsive habits for constantly picking up our phone. And so it's probably we probably trick ourselves sometimes, like, oh, I just picked my phone up because I knew they were going to respond, even though we're just being like an OCD freak picking up our phone, you know, fifty thousand times a day to see if one of the eighteen apps we flick between uh, has any notifications for us. Feels more significant than that. Well, that's that's why I go with the cannons thing. I don't know; those are my two. That's my two inputs. Yeah, what's, there. What is this word you keep using? Cannons. Yeah. Like kind of um. I guess, pattern, rhythm. Isn't that cadence? Maybe I'm just saying it wrong for fun. <laughs> Guns, you ever think of that? that? I, thought, I, thought, I thought I was going to learn a new word. No, I, I, you're, you're quite right. I've been saying it wrong. I, I really wish you hadn't pointed that out. <laughs> I'm sorry, bud. I can edit that out. It's, it's like, what, it? No, no I, I, I have to leave it in now because I've said it multiple times. God damn it. Um, yeah, I think it's cadence. I'm talking about like, mar- like marching, right? Like a marching cadence. Yeah. I, 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 are you saying take it for granted? <laughs> granted, yeah. Um, take it for granted, the rock. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm embarrassed now. What's the next one? <laughs> no need. You're a foreigner. It's not your first language. That's my excuse for everything. No matter what it is. Okay. We can talk about accounts of out-of-body experiences when people are clinically dead. So I listened to someone talk about this recently where they said uh, so they had massive internal bleeding and they'd lost like um, something like, I don't know, 60% of their, their blood. Something fucking ridiculous. Like they were going to die. And, um, and he said... So completely agnostic atheist guy, like no spirituality at all, like PhD or something. This guy was on like the Joe Rogan podcast recently and he was talking about he, um, so he was just going out to his car cause he forgot something. And then I guess he, the, he didn't know he had internal bleeding going on from some like random injury. 
And so he just passed out in the driveway from, from bleeding out. And next thing he knows, he's like in a hospital room, kind of in and out of consciousness. And he said that, um, and he had no idea he was dying. Because he, you know, it's not like he was like, oh, I'm sick. You know, he just in a hospital room, massive blood loss. So his brain is not all there. And he's like, he felt this big black pit under him. And he could kind of, he was like kind of a out of body, like third party experience, but he knew something was happening to him. And then also his, um, his father was like trying to comfort him. And, and his and, father and, was dead. Yep. His father was dead. So this guy, uh, his, his father had died and he was like trying to comfort him. And he was like, what is going on? He, he just had no idea he was dying. He didn't get why his dad was there. And, uh, and so he eventually came to, and, uh, the nurse tells him that he, uh, you know, he's, he's really lucky because he almost died. And the guy was just like dumbfounded. And, um, the guy was like, nah, I did die. I saw yeah. death. <laughs> yeah. It's like, can you, like, and, and so many people talk about that, like the cold, the, the big black hole about seeing loved ones and, I don't know, like, do you have any thoughts on that? Because I've got one explanation, which he went into a little bit. Well, I've, like, I, I think it was Carrie Wedler actually recommended this. It was going to be a terrible wreck because I can't remember the name of it, but she <laughs> recommended this documentary to me um, about these people that had these, these clinical death out-of-body experiences. And the stories are just absolutely wild. Like some of them are greater than just like meeting your relatives that had died in the past and then coming back to like some of them were having a premonition that they were going to die and then like full well knowing that they were going to die and then dying and then being brought back. And then when they were dead, they had these stories about they were like above themselves on the operating table, like looking down at themselves, watching everything go on and like, they could see everything. They could like move around. Like the one woman said that she saw her husband like, getting out of his car uh, at the hospital to like come to the ER where she was. She like knew what color tie he was wearing and everything. She could like see him. She was watching him do this all while she was, like coding on the table and stuff. And like, there's no way to verify any of this. Oh yeah. You know, but, and I guess there is reason to lie about it, but it's really, there's so many people that say it. Yeah. I, so, so the guy I'm talking about, I just, I just looked up, um, Sebastian Junger and that's, uh, Joe Rogan experience 1655 for anyone who's interested in that. But he, he is a, an author. So obviously there's some money to be made. He's even talking about writing a, a book about his experience. Um, and I, I, I've, got, I've got this part. Like you said, the premonition thing. He, I, th- I think in the episode he mentioned something about having like a dream uh, maybe a week or two prior about um, like dying. And he freaked out. Uh, like he lives rurally and he has this big path to his house uh, that was like getting overgrown and apparently a fire marshal had told him that he needs to cut it back because uh to get emergency vehicles in there and the morning that he collapsed with the internal bleeding he went out and uh like cleared all the brush after having a dream about dying 
and he goes he goes back and then later that day he fucking collapses or next day whatever the fuck it might have been uh, it was very soon after he he collapsed and had and then they had obviously had to bring in an ambulance to get him to the hospital so his body and and what he said was he thinks it might be his body it might have been his body in some abstract way that we don't quite understand telling him like hey something's fucked up and oh and and, and he'd been having he'd been having pains but he didn't think anything of it he was just being a man about it and being like oh i'm fine you know it's just just a weird getting older pain pretty common his, yeah yeah absolutely and and so when the pain signals that his body was sending him failed his body was like all right well i guess we have to freak out this dumb bitch and so <laughs> sends him this this dream of dying and the guy's like huh and whether it was you know ultra conscious or not he's like okay well i guess i'll go and clear that brush now you know and and doing that very well might have saved his life, you know, helping him get to the hospital on time with severe internal bleeding. Damn, that's wild. It it is. And and like you said, there's no way of knowing quite how true this is. Maybe the guy just had some internal bleeding, went to the hospital, and he's like, oh I can write a good book about this. But it's such a common thing. And there is now um, you know, scientific stuff to back this this up. And you know, the, the human mind is fucking complicated. We have no idea why it works. Well, we know there's a DMT thing, right? Yes, that's about that's what I was about to get into. So um, like that's you, fact. And how did yeah. we evolve that way? Are you kidding me? What well, like <sighs> to, how to, did that come to, to fruition? Hmm. Yeah, I mean I mean, okay, so if you want to get really fucking abstract for two seconds, we come from like, you know, single cell organisms. How does a single cell organism, which probably doesn't have any kind of DMT when it dies, um evolve into <laughs> such a such a complicated being that it makes sense in terms of like a energy conservation you know standpoint and evol- evolutionary biology to to just dump dmt when we're either in a near-death experience or dying and it's like what what's the what's the value in that for the body you know As- aside from obviously making it more peaceful um leaving the world but what's the i, I mean are you going to endanger the... But there's no evolutionary advantage to that. Well, ex- exactly. It's, it's fucking weird that it, it just is. And obviously, us two knuckleheads aren't going to have an answer for that, but it's, it is, it's an interesting thing that we've developed. And it's, to me, one of the most compelling pieces of evidence for, like, there being higher power or there being, like, more of a purpose in the universe... Or that, like, the soul does go on. That one looks like a turtle, too. Like, because there's no evolutionary advantage to it. When we die, we die. Yeah. And to our flock, to our herd, that's it, right? But the DMT rush that we get is just for us. Yeah. So there's no evolutionary advantage to it. So that leads really, like could be evidence for a creationism in there or the, like we're made by somebody and that was put in there to help us out. God like, wants help, us to have DMT. Help us to the next realm. Yeah. God's a partier, bro. <laughs> have, um, I, I, you, you haven't tried DMT, have you? No, I yeah, would that, love to. That's, that's where I'm at, man, because I've had, I've had good experiences on, on with psychedelics so far. And, it, yeah, DMT sounds like a scary fucking drug, and everyone I talk to about it, it's like a fifteen to twenty minute high. They they talk about, 
And it's not like being on shrooms or acid where it's an experience. And you're like, oh, wow, I'm doing something on this. You just, you just, you're fucking in a trance state. You're just like laid out or something, which scares the fuck out of me because that sounds like heroin. <laughs> I'm dead. I'm like, Ugh. Um, but, uh, and then, yeah, they, they trip fucking balls and they see some people, you know, they go off and they, they see some kind of a god or gods or like crazy fucking beings, like universal kind of beings, or they're just in like in a white space, which I think mm. might be a different kind of DMT. Apparently there's, there's like a few different types. I don't even, I don't even really know what it is. I wonder what kind I have. <laughs> what, in your brain? Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully it's the good the, stuff. Yeah, hopefully the good guys. <laughs> you just get your last few like minutes on this earth are just the most awful nightmare ever. Yeah, the the white space <laughs> that one that one does not sound good. I don't want that what? one. Why why is Uncle Guns thrashing about saying no? Um, <laughs> stuck in this transitional space. Yeah, just just let him just let him go quietly, honey. <laughs> I, yeah, that's that's a freaky fucking thing. But I I genuinely do have a, a fear of death on some level. I think anyone who says they don't is insane. I don't. Oh, really? Dude. <laughs> I'm so ready. Man, that makes me sad cuz I love life. I mean, it's got its moments, but I yeah, I don't fear death anymore. Uh uh yeah. I don't. I've had those moments, but but these days there's so much living I want to do that death terrifies me because I will not be satisfied until I've done as much of it as I can. I, I think know. there's more after this, though. You do? Yeah. I'm... I, I don't know, dude. I'm... Maybe... Maybe I'm boring and... But I, I, I think I'm just an animal. I think there is... Our brains are complicated and I don't believe in... I don't know. Drugs have made it hard. <laughs> I don't know really what I believe anymore because shrooms and acid certainly do unlock certain strange parts of your brain and there's yeah. drugs there's drugs that access even stranger parts and it's like what is that is that just and, and because we all have such a similar experience is that just a certain chemical you know hitting a similarly structured brain in a similar way we all have slightly different you know differentiating experiences but are we are we all just animals reacting to a stimulant or like some people say, is this some kind of, you know, is this drug some kind of a portal to a, a different way of seeing a different spectrum or whatever the fuck you That's kind of what I think it is. I yeah, I, th- I think it's a way to tap into what happens after. See, I'm I'm not that hippie yet. Give me give me five years. And I'm sure I'll sound like Duncan Trussell on this podcast talking about like chasing elves into pools and shit <laughs> at Burning Man. God, God only knows what the fuck's going to happen to me. I'm going to. That's I'm gonna be the most heavily armed hippie you know of, um, but I don't know. For the time being, I'm still I'm still basically like you know, no matter how strong or weird the the trip is, um, I, I do think it's a chemical being dumped into a brain. Why know? why do so many people meet these godly beings and describe such similar things? Like, well, that that that's I I genuinely think you know we're all an animal and we why do we why does Tylenol work I, I the same I think they're the real, same way in so many people. No, no well, I think they're real. <laughs> Maybe, man. Like, I don't fucking know. None of us know. It's such, because, you know, 
the government has stopped us doing research into this shit. We just don't know fuck all, really, about psychedelics. We have barely dipped below the surface of, of what this stuff does to our brain. Which probably means we shouldn't be doing it, but I'm having a good time. I am increasingly more and more tinfoil hat, like, thinking we were created in the image of God, but the God is aliens and they upload us into flesh beings. And then when we die, we are then uploaded into a new flesh being. But that, I mean, so that would make our conscious, the valuable thing. Yeah. And our bodies not, which I don't know. I mean, does that make every single, you know, our bodies, our bodies used to be do, our do bodies think... used to be the the valuable thing but then when the earth fell off its axis by just a few degrees the aliens could no longer use earth for what they wanted to use earth for <laughs> but they're compassionate beings so they just let us live it out here <laughs> do, do, is this just a random thought or do you, do you genuinely think of this way uh, I'm, it's getting to the point where I think there's some merit to this, <laughs> dude. So, uh, me and my lady, who of course you've met, uh, we hung out with this hippie in the desert on his on his property, and um, we sat down and smoked with him by the dream stream that he had, and he went on this like big long um, telling of his life story while he was smoking, and then in the middle of it for twenty minutes. He just randomly, like, just fucking went into, so, you know, aliens put us on this earth and made us, like, gold, so we'd mine it for them. And we were just like, what the fuck? Where, where did that come from? But that's, that's like, an old belief. That's, like, a fairly old kind of um, conspiratorial creation. Nah, I think all those things that, all those crazy things that are built that we can't explain, that are, like, all lined up geographically even though that those civilizations never had contact with each other. You know what I'm talking about? Like Easter Island and like the pyramids and yeah, Stonehenge and like all those things. I think that like, I don't know. I think, I think earth was the valuable thing, but then earth's axis is tilted a little bit from where it was when those things were built and the aliens can't use earth for whatever they were going to use it for. But the, like we're their pets now, so they just keep us. They keep us going, just because they're nice. Well, I mean, you've have you seen all this UFO stuff going on right now? Yeah. So, of course. something that um, I think is the most sensible crazy theory is that. Um, a lot of these things, they see them like popping out of the water and they, they see them all the time. Like this, this naval base that they've seen the most sightings. Um, they, they see them like pop out of the water and then they move in ways that are like physically impossible with our current level of technology right. anywhere on the surf. And then right. they like shoot off after like kind of observing the military ship, they'll just shoot off. And um, I think if, if they are anything, I think they might be drones like little monitoring stations below the water in a few spots around the earth that kind of just, you know, check in on us. And that, that very well could be that they, you know, moved on. They like 
found us and they're like, well, we don't know what they're doing, you know, how, however long ago it was. And they just left some kind of way to monitor us just as just as we would do if we went to a different planet and we discovered life there, we'd leave some kind of monitoring system to, yeah. to study the, the life on that planet. And that makes why, sense. why wouldn't a more advanced civilization do that? But wouldn't, it, don't you think that the human, like if humans found life on another planet and were capable of sending drones, don't you think we'd also try to make contact openly? I, don't, I actually don't know what, because uh, there must be some kind of doctrine like first contact doctrine, doctrine, or if we even would, I think, I think initially we'd observe because we wouldn't want to fuck something like meeting another intelligent civilization up. Yeah, you It'd be I, like I mean, meeting yeah. the Native Americans again, <laughs> like we just give them a <laughs> yeah, bunch yeah. of diseases. Yeah, and, and and I mean not to give any kind of government any credit because clearly they fucked up first contact many, many, many times before, and it's always ended <laughs> with genocide. So, um, right no credit there but i don't know i i think maybe maybe <laughs> just i this is me just fucking putting my hands together and be like please don't fuck this up if we do find someone but maybe they would handle it a little bit more carefully and treat it more like finding you know like an endangered species than um than someone who looks like us and occupies land that we want but yeah my god, other theory god, god knows my other theory is that human beings are insanely good at killing things like it's it's the it's the thing we are best at like we are the best at war right well i mean we're capable of it and we know we're the best at it we've been doing it since the dawn of man and like we've done nothing but perfect killing each other for a very long time and we have these weapon systems that are just absolutely crazy so here's the other theory. These aliens were never like that. Their cultures never evolved like that. They evolved together and they put all of their combined efforts into exploration. And so, and they may be fragile beings. Oh, so, so you, they're you looking at us and they're like, what the fuck? Like, they're like, we, we can't, they're, they'd they'd thrash us like we have all this technology about like we can move fast and like we can we can evade really well and we can travel between worlds and all that stuff but if we like tried to invade we'd be clobbered hmm. so you think they're like monitoring us because they're scared of us perhaps or we are the universe's black market oh well you, you know, like Area Fifty One they... is just a flea market for aliens, <laughs> and they go well, there and we sell the universe or the galaxy. We sell them arms and stuff so they can fight their wars, but nobody attacks us because we're the best at it. So there, there's one theory um, about like these UFOs showing up and shit, which is essentially, you know, there's there's been reports of UFOs basically throughout all of time, but when they really really started rapidly popping up was when we split the atom, when we tested the first nuke. And they were like, oh, these guys are interesting now. They're not just savages, you know, killing each other with uh, kinetic weapons. They're like splitting mm-hmm. the atom and fucking incinerating yep. each other. And that's, that's, when, that's they... when they were like, we can't fuck with them. <laughs> I mean, maybe. But but if, if, if they have technology like the weird UFOs we've been seeing that they, they can't be locked onto and they move in ways that are literally, 
you know, beyond our physics, our understanding of physics, to the point that we think the only way we can scientifically explain how these objects move is they might be using like fucking black holes like or worm what, what was it what was it it was some kind of um i'm not smart enough to remember but effectively it's moving between dimensions or some shit it's like curving reality some some weird shit kind of like um breaking the sonic barrier whatever the fuck what's that breaking the sound barrier yeah the sound barrier but but like the next whatever the next thing is which would be you know the light yeah. barrier something like that yeah so if they can do that how would they not be able to split the atom you know maybe that's just against their culture maybe I'm, maybe we're fucking interesting savage monkey people <laughs> seriously like, i mean maybe they maybe they are so beyond maybe they're just beyond war maybe they've been around so long that like they have their own doctrines and they're beyond war so much that they're like, we can't attack these people. You know, we're all on the same page, but if we made contact with them, they would like inevitably attack us <laughs> because they're fucking idiots. <laughs> like I saw, you know, you saw the meme, me and my friends would have beaten ET to death with hammers. I can tell you that much. <laughs> yeah, totally true. If I found a fucking <laughs> alien in my house, that motherfucker would be dead. Yep. Like uh, as soon as I could kill it, it'd be dead. <laughs> so maybe that's why they, they haven't made contact because they they think that that's the case because it is the case if i was an alien and i came across humans i'd be like these people are fucking disgusting and i just keep on i just keep on going i'd, I'd, I'd maybe try and talk to the dolphins they seem cool but like are these guys cool no they, they put us in little glass boxes oh oh uh, fuck, the, fuck be like, these we're, we're like we're pets to them and they're like, oh, yeah. God. You're like, all right, I'm so sorry. <laughs> all right, well, how's, how's your list doing? We got... Somebody needs to write that book or movie, by the way. But it's on record that that's my theory. I came up with this story, so I want some credit. <laughs> I want free tickets or something, at least. Free tickets, there you go. Uh, well, one of the things on my list that we've already talked about was talk about the beings met while tripping. Hmm. Oh, Damn, and well, treated psychiatric disorders with it. Oh, treat treating. I I definitely think there's there's merit in treating like major psychiatric disorders with um with psychedelics, like guided trips and stuff. And they must. I I think they they're starting to do guided trips for all sorts of things like depression and PTSD. Um, but OCD. Yeah, but like like psychotic like. What what kind of psychotic issues or uh, psychiatric issues are you on about? Well, uh, I have this old friend who swears that his OCD was cured by a heavy dose of uh, shrooms. Hmm. Like a like a really heavy dose. He said he met beings, and the beings were like, "Hello, I am benevolent. I am bigger, bigger, <laughs> and way more powerful than you." And I'm willing to offer my help. And he was like, okay. And they said, what do you want to work on? And he said, I have OCD. And they said, well, let's work on that. And then when he came to, he was cured. Did you mention this on, on the schizophrenia email show episode? Uh, I don't remember. I know I've mentioned it to you before, but I don't remember if I've mentioned it yeah. on this record before. But that's, that's how, the story. That's so, how I am with a, a lot of these things. I'm like, did we say this on or off air? I have no idea. But Yeah. It's all the same. Yeah, I like 
whatever that might be, I mean, the end result is, you know, <laughs> what was desired. So I, we should obviously try and figure out um, what the long-term implications are of, of that being the route to fix these things and um, what exactly it means when someone goes on a, a psychedelic trip and then um, uses it to go over something like OCD or whatever mm-hmm. it might be. Well, he's a old, old man now and he's still good. Fuck. And he did that when he was like a kid or something? I mean, he did it decades ago. Damn. That's, that's really fucking cool. And I think... You know, we don't know quite what that is. I, I'm not going to say to everyone, go out and get a, a mint yeah. full of uh, Yeah, this is not an endorsement. <laughs> it's an observation. This is just and a conversation. Like, yeah, like, we, we have no idea what it's going to do, but I mean... Dude, you see that You see that sound bite? That one looks like the... That one looks most like a turtle. Do you see it? <laughs> I... So, for everyone listening, we have, like, this new audio program that shows us the, the sound waves as we talk. And so every time you hear guns go, that one looks like a turtle. That's what he's referring to. That one looked most like, did that one not look like just like a turtle though? I have no idea which ones you're, these what? are, they just, dude, I spend so much time looking at sound waves. They just all look like sound waves to me. Oh man, you missed it. It was a perfect turtle. <laughs> that one looks like a pirate ship. Oh my God. <laughs> all right. Um, uh, you, you got any other thoughts on, on these fucking weird astral psychedelic beings i feel like we already talked about it a lot i just wanted to mention that like we just happened to go (laughs) we just happened to go there on our own before i even brought it up great minds buddy yep (laughs) yep the last thing i have on my list is nihilism and the pointlessness of everything and how we are a speck of dust in the cosmos see i hate nihilists because it's like what's the fucking point of pursuing like what what is nihilism you can sit there with a thumb up your ass and be like it's all pointless with and i'm sure a lot of nihilists have the same um beginning mentality that i do that you know we're just animals or whatever and it's like okay well how about you go and find some fucking purpose like make <laughs> make the most of of being alive don't, yeah. don't sit there like a sad sack of shit like oh be your nothing. own purpose bro exactly it's like your, your purpose could be working behind a fucking walmart cash register your whole life paying your bills and then dying and obviously that fucking sucks maybe that's not a good use of your time and if you have that kind of out, uh, outlook and you have no drive to get out from that yeah i can understand why you might be a nihilist but speaking of it, me not being a nihilist it's 11 11 and i'm now going to meditate for 30 seconds and make a wish <laughs> well what am i gonna do with that all right, he's putting on his fucking monk beads. I, I, I feel rude even intruding. Amen. Okay. Um, you have to wait for it to be eleven, eleven. It's eleven. It's eleven, twelve now. Well, it wasn't when I started, so it counts. All right. It's not eleven, eleven for you. No, it's eight, twelve for me. Right. So what are your thoughts on nihilism? Um, I, I agree with you. Like, I think the point, I think the fact that everything is pointless means that nothing is pointless. Like, I think, I think it gives, I think it gives reason rather than subtracts it. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, some, something that I, I think about, I mean, if if we're going to build a 
you know, a better society in general. Is that not reason enough to to find purpose? I mean, all, all of us, we want a better world. You know, that's that's why we we go on about this shit. But um, somebody things... home, huh? Is somebody home? Yeah, in and out of the room. Um, you just mentioned a name. Yeah, I know. I'll censor it. Uh, in and out of the room. <laughs> God damn! I'll just use your beep instead. There's another one if you need it. <laughs> but yeah, like things like things like generational wealth. Like if you're a nihilist, and like, what the fuck are you doing? Like you might as well just you might you might as well just fucking go sit in a sit in a hole. You know what are you? Life is pointless. I really don't get why there's a whole philosophy behind that or, or a whole school of thought behind it. And, yeah. And that anyone's interested in it or that would call themselves a nihilist. I mean, it's. It, I feel like it's just um, philosophy's emo phase. It's like, you're not edgy, dude. You, you just It's just a thing you're going through. <laughs> it's just a phase, man. It. You'll be okay. That, Nihilism is definitely a phase, and for anyone listening who might have had those kind of thoughts, it's like, like, why why are you interested in liberty if if you have these nihilistic thoughts? Like, tr- surely you think there could be a better tomorrow, or you you wish for one. So why not why not try and manufacture that either in a in a personal way or try and make things better for for other people and find purpose in that, if if nothing else, you know? Yeah, but this. This was this list was kind of or this this entry on the list was kind of a two parter because there's the there's that conversation, but then there's also the conversation of like in the spans of the universe, we are literally nothing. Like yeah, the giant meteor could come and nothing would change. Oh yeah, a giant meteor could fucking demolish Earth and every from from like you know, from us having this nonsense conversation to fucking Aristotle, it's all just poof, gone. <laughs> yeah. So that's a little freaky to think about. It is. Thank God I mean, for Jupiter. Like, if, it, if it's going to happen, it's going to happen. If, if something is inevitable, then it will happen, and it's not worth worrying about. And if it's a possibility, then I might, rather, rather than a certainty... I, I mean, I might as well mm-hmm. fucking carry on like it's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. You know? What's that saying? Like, Say if something, if something <laughs> can be done about it, there's no need to worry because if something can be done about it, then you can do it. And if it can't be done, then you can't. So, like, there's no need to worry either way. Yeah. It's that's like, not the saying, but that's that's what's communicated. I've never heard whatever the original version of that was. <laughs> Sorry. But I get, yeah, I I agree. It's like, having a purposeless outlook is a waste of time to me and i just maybe it's maybe it's my fucked up work ethic where i just i just in any any kind of thinking like that like oh it's hopeless is just the most the biggest bitch made stuff i've ever heard i i can't stand it no matter how dismal and blackpilled and miserable about our uh, our situation i've been at times um it, it feels like a waste of time. It's like, all right, well, it sucks, but what can you do? And usually there's something, you know? Even if I only can convince one other person that, hey, this is fucked up, and they're like, yeah, you're right. Satisfaction, you know? Oh, yeah. That's, like, one of the most satisfying things there is. Yeah. And, That's what and, I'm trying to do right now. 
spreading the good word about nihilism? No, no. That's what I'm trying to do right now outside of this conversation. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, 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 I'm just kicking a dead horse. Let's find a better something. That one looks like E.T. Let's find a better something to to end this on. That one does look like E.T. Uh, that's uh, that was my whole list so i mean <laughs> that's, that's all i had hmm. well you want to just I mean, talk about like talk about non-compromising things that are going on in our lives like cool developments that you want to share well i mean i've been uh, my last two episodes i've i've spieled about uh my sub stack that i'm starting so i don't think the people need to hear about um yeah the they, don't, an- they don't need the, to hear about that again the anarch.substack.com <laughs> um this plug yeah i don't know man like well i can give an update <laughs> about my mental health oh yeah um so yeah now i'm, medi- I'm medicated for anxiety now as well because, I mean, I think I, pro- I definitely had, like, anxiety for a long time. <laughs> Excuse me. But uh, the whole being diagnosed with a, a mental illness that you're going to have to deal with for the rest of your life. And you'll never truly be, like, your old true self again ever is kind of a drag and kind of didn't do a whole lot as far as making me not a ball of nerves, you know, as yeah. expected. So um, I'm still on that journey of still still trying to recover, I guess you could say. But, uh, you know, fighting the good fight, like, like Three Dog would say. Fallout 3 reference. Three Dog, bow wow. Bringing you um, the news. <laughs> um, I mean, anxiety is a hell of a thing. I, I, I've I've had bouts of it too, and I've I've gone from obviously not quite your level, but it it, it fucked me up as a kid. And it's strange how anxiety. You know, it doesn't feel like it's you know it's either exactly exactly ten or exactly zero. It's yeah, like, throughout my life, it's always kind of fluctuated. Like, as a kid, when I didn't know what the fuck it was and no one really talked about mental health, it was like a, oh my god, what the fuck is this? Am I the only one in the world fucked up? You know? Feels like it sometimes. It does. And and that's fucking terrifying, because you're like, there's no fix for this. It's not like a, you know, a broken arm they could put in a cast or something. It's when, when you're a kid, like, at least when I was a kid. Like, did they talk about mental health a lot when you, you were a kid? Because we're the, you know... Pretty similar age, bro. No, in the south. <laughs> yeah, it's like <laughs> LOL. No, our That's sex true. education was based on abstinence, so <laughs> like, that so it wasn't sex education. Uh, if you have sex, you'll get pregnant and die. Uh. They didn't even say any of that. They were like, like our health teachers were like in the state of South Carolina. Our Sex education is based on a like a stance of abstinence, so don't have sex. <laughs> That's the best we can do. Like, all right, I'm already getting red faced and embarrassed talking about this. So, uh, go back to your class. <laughs> yeah, it was terrible. God damn. Uh, but yeah, like, I feel like even you know, it's not like we're old men. Like this wasn't that long ago. 
um, that mental health was just not a thing kids grew up with. And now they, I feel like it's a complete opposite where it's like everything they, they, they baby the fuck out of them for, you know, maybe, yeah. maybe I'm being an old man in that respect and, and it's Probably. necessary, but even me dealing with what I'm dealing with, I still think that there's a, there's a healthy limit. Yeah, well, like, well, you need like, to be, like, you need, to, you need to have a healthy yeah. amount of, of, of anxiety, honestly, yeah. like to be aware and to be alive and awake. Uh, like, so there's no need to panic if it's like an occasional thing. Like everybody gets antsy from time to time, you know, it's only when it's crippling and when you start doing weird fucking things to deal with it that, uh that you need to, to actually talk to somebody about it, I think. Oh yeah, for sure. Like during this whole, this whole pandemic and shit, I, uh, I, I spent like long periods of time not working with anyone. Like for ba- basically for a year, all of my jobs, I would either be surrounded. Well, I, I wouldn't be surrounded by anyone. Like I would work with no one. Even if I was actually at work, there'd just be no one around or there'd be like one or two people. And after like a year of that, I was like, huh, I just cannot fucking interact with people. Like, I, 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 I'd go into a store and I'm like, I'm like, can I just, can I just fucking pay for my stuff? I, I don't know how to talk to you. We're, we're both wearing masks. I've got no social cues. I fucking hate everything about this. Or, or worse, if I wasn't wearing a mask, you go into a place and they, they look at you like you're a fucking murderer. And it's like, so, so, so it's like I, either I conform and I feel like this dead just you know nothingness who doesn't know how to talk to another human being or i go into a place and people look at me like i'm their enemy it's like that gives you with those fucked up social cues christ knows what to make of it so then um i don't know but but it got to a point where i was like i am anxious again like i used to be as a kid but i'm not like anxious enough to go and talk to someone about it it's just like it's just recognizing like huh i'm anxious and then being like all right well what do i need to do maybe start fucking hanging out with more people in person you know yeah like regular social anxiety anxious yeah yeah that's pretty normal oh yeah for sure i mean so i'm sure like most men probably deal whether they admit it or not probably uh live with some kind of social anxiety at some point in their life for one reason or another you can be the most stacked you know built like a brick shit house motherfucker out there and still still have fucked up social anxiety for one reason or another yeah men men have it harder in that respect than people tend to not take it as seriously either yeah like oh you're sad <laughs> little bitch yeah, it's, it's like man the fuck up right lol yeah. oh you're anxious yeah why don't you go touch some grass this little weirdo <laughs> yeah it's um that that's what growing up was like I, the first anxiety attack I ever had, I went to the hospital and they thought it was a collapsed lung. <laughs> they they just didn't they didn't know how to fucking diagnose it. And and mind you, this was a military hospital, so you know, go government healthcare, killing yeah. it. Uh, same thing with the NHS. Both of them had no idea what to diagnose it as. And this was anxiety attack. Oh my god, it's life threatening. He's going to die. Yeah, it's Stab it's him like in the chest. It's, it's, seriously, it's like holy fuck, you guys can't diagnose anxiety. Fuck me. Um, yeah, and, and now they'll, you know, they they have like a safe pad room in every every office building and school for 
for people if they need a safe space. Seriously? No, I'm, I'm, oh. that, that's that, that. That's my old conservative creeping in. Okay. Uh, well, I mean, I don't know much about the UK, uh, but I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> well, I, see, there, there was like safe. My my final year at uni is when this stuff started, and then we started seeing like safe spaces all over the place, and I was like, oh my fucking Christ, really? <laughs> and there'd be like. At a fucking university, there would be rooms with, like, children's books and, like, games and stuff. And it was, like, all kiddie, but it was meant for adults so they could, like, go and de-stress. And it's like... Oh, that's kind of weird, man. It's... I, I don't know quite where it strikes me, but it feels borderline pedo-ish. Like, those people who are, um... What's that that kink where they, like, pretend to be a kid? You ever like, seen age, that? the age play? Thing. Is that is that is that what it's called? Age play or kid? I, I, yeah, I hope it's not called kid play. That's yeah, yeah. That's rat bit... play or some shit like that. Where yeah, it's it almost enters that category for me. Where it's like I I get being nostalgic and you know. I mean, like, I'll play I'll play a board game. Like there's nothing wrong with that. But like, oh, what, yeah, kind, of, yeah, what like, kind of toys are you, are you talking about? Like baby toys? No, 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 not like baby toys. But like, 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 you know, um. Just like fucking Transformers or some shit, you know? That's, like, yeah, that's weird. That's weird. Yeah, it's just like really you can't just go and like fucking smoke a joint or like have have a pint somewhere, or read a book, you know? Enjoy enjoy a park. You have to go and sit in a room with like kid stuff. What kind of fucking damage is that? I don't know. <laughs> we, 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 we were just talking about being all open about mental health, and then I'm like, these people, these people, are, these people are fucked up it. and stupid. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's because we it's because we don't understand it. Like I'm, I'm sure that there's, I'm sure there's lots of merit to whatever system was come up with. Like, sorry for saying those things that I said. To me, it seems weird, but I'm sure for some people it's necessary. Okay, did I cover all my bases there? <laughs> really, like we have to cover our bases on this show. Shit, schizophrenic with an anxiety disorder, so. <laughs> i know how i know how it'd be sometimes yeah i i don't know it's like i wonder what the healthy line is because there there's a line between obviously the one end of the spectrum where they don't even know how to diagnose it isn't very fucking effective and then when you end up coddling someone to the point of maintaining their issues instead of solving them that's quite another so it's like what what what's 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 the right amount of um of aid to give for mental health because everyone needs a different level of aid and yeah, yeah it goes back to saying like there's a healthy limit of anxiety that you need to experience you can't just be comfortable all the time oh fuck no that's that's what's really fucked up our society and that's that's why you know so many people are like oh well, people should go in the military for a few years learn some hardships it's like or the hard times create strong men and strong <laughs> yeah. men create good times like like i th- there, there's merit to that but people People need to just fucking challenge themselves because people aren't naturally challenged anymore. I mean, even literally, even a, an ordinary boring person. <laughs> oh, I'm I'm sorry, guns. Am I boring you? No, but I took a clonopin, so. <laughs> oh fuck. Well, well, we'll wrap up shortly. But um, no, even even a regular boring person going camping, uh, you know that'll provide some kind of fucking struggle. They have to go and chop somewhere. They have to dig a hole to shit in they have to set up a tent they might come yeah. across some bugs these are, these are healthy you know. things yeah like like that's gonna that's gonna make a healthier person out of you instead of 
you know, being told that everything has to be super safe and coddled and easy all the time. You know, there has to be some fucking minimum level of hardship and challenge in your life. Otherwise, you end up a useless, helpless bitch. A grown baby. Yeah, seriously. And I think I think we've we've gone from one extreme of, oh, just stuff it down with brown and ignore your, your mental health, to man babies. <laughs> yeah, there's a fine line. Yeah. A line I, that needs to not be crossed. But but I feel like we I feel like we only lived in the the middle of that for like a handful of years where it was like, yeah, it's okay to have a therapist, you know, it's okay to go to therapy and to talk about things, you know, mental health stuff. And then it just ticked over to like, we will baby the fuck out of you if you have anything and it's like virtuous to have mental health issues now. And it's like, Jesus Christ. That was one thing I was scared of about opening up, to be honest. I was oh. like, I don't want people to be like, well, because in my personal life, I'm very private about it. Yeah. So, like, I'm not doing it for attention because I don't want the people that I actually know in my real life to even know, you know? Yeah, just uh, you losers. <laughs> yeah, I was just doing it online uh, because I thought that it would be a good thing to do. But I definitely didn't want people to think, like, I was doing it for, like, points, you know? because no, you, you do see people, like... I your your brief time on Twitter, I'm sure you saw people like they they have every you know label possible in their bio, um, and and then and then they'll list all of their mental illnesses, and it's like, okay, is that what defines you? Right. Like, like I I I have these three issues. Here are my politics. Here's my pronouns. Here's my uh like Myers Briggs um uh, personality type and all that. Like like really, you, you need all of that and you, your mental health is somehow it doesn't tell me anything about you yeah like <laughs> like i still have no idea who you are i can read whatever you put down in your bio and i'm still not gonna know if i even want to have a conversation with you or not in Dude, fact i'll probably be less likely to want to have a conversation with you you've probably speaking of wanting to have a conversation with people you probably you know you're back on tinder i am and I, I'm sure a lot of these fucking psychos who, uh, you know, put every label in the book on their um, their Twitter bio are doing the same thing on, on Tinder, Tinder and Hinge and all those other dating things. Because I, I remember when I was doing that, um, coming across, oh, yeah, I've got, you know, I'm a, I'm a manic depressive and I have this and I have anxiety and blah, 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 whole paragraph. And if you're not willing to deal with all of that, don't even message me. It's like, okay, well, all I have is... Um, you know, don't swipe right on me if you if you voted for Trump and a laundry list of your mental illnesses. I don't know anything about you. <laughs> right. You haven't told me a single thing about you. Just a laundry like, list of your labels. I'm probably going to swipe your... left, and it's not because I don't want to deal with your mental illness. It's because I think you're probably weird. Yeah, it's it's like you you have these weird fucking I like like you you have no self awareness. You know, these people are just like this is what defines me. It's like. You no, gotta be, I, yeah. You gotta be more than that, dude. <laughs> what yeah, are you like, just a, a husk full of mental health issues? Like, uh, yeah, it's like if dude, that's the way you make it seem. Yeah, I don't want to deal with that. Yeah, but yeah. I, I'm f- perfectly fine with dealing with dealing with. Like, it's not even dealing with. I'm perfectly fine with being with somebody who has mental health issues, if they are like a good person and a person that I would be interested in. Otherwise it doesn't factor into me. So the fact that it's like the focus of the bio is really bizarre. Yeah. Really that, off-putting. That shit drove me insane. It's like, 
I, I, I don't get it. Our, our generation are fucking stupid when it comes to dating, dude. Yeah. We are we are all children. I like like I was saying in the the email issue chat the other day. The all you can do is hope to find an old soul because I guess we're all like a little bit old fashioned in terms of yeah, just what we need. Old souls can be young, you know. Oh, absolutely. I've always I've always been an old soul, dude. And and young souls can be old. Just look at Resi. <laughs> I I had to get an old man joke in. Just kidding. he's not even here. We're just talking about how old he is. Poor guy. Dude, you're the you're the first uh, you're the first of the email issue co-host to uh, be a guest on my show. So am I? We had, I think so. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so I had to get an wow. email issue. I had to get the wow. I had to get the uh, the old man joke in for posterity or something. Yeah, posterity. Sure. <laughs> um. Well, shit. Anything else you want to wrap up on? Nah. <laughs> all right well um that that was that was a hell of a conversation i we, we we touched on so much weirdness that we would really struggle to fit into one any one email episode so thank you for that of course anytime, a good <laughs> Look, time. thanks for having seriously. me on your show seriously I, like i wanted you to come on be one of my one of my very first guests i, I think you're gonna be episode 20 so that's kind of cool nice two decades of Two decades. God, there there might be someday. That's terrifying. That'd be so yeah. many episodes, bro. You ever think about um like ever one day in the future, like you have a family or something, kids. They and you do you ever think about them coming across our shows? Ooh, no. Thanks for the new fear though. <laughs> like Because I have my... said some shit. Oh, Man. so have I. So have I. A, a lot of my loved ones know about the show now. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> including this one so it's like well it is what it is hopefully they're just not that interested i yeah that's what i'm hoping i i, I hope they just like they just acknowledge that i am a lunatic with a a few shows and um they leave it at that they don't go venturing but uh actually my girlfriend's gonna shout me the other day she goes um i don't want to tell you to make yourself conscious about um you know recording and stuff but i do listen to them every now and then i'm like i know <laughs> i know that's the support I, you need, man. I, yeah. So I've I've at least got one listener, which is nice. <laughs> at least one. I'll probably no, I, I'll, I'll check in on this one. Sweet, that's two. All right. <laughs> well, um, guns and my girlfriend. Thank you for listening. <laughs> of course, anytime. Um, Should have me on but, again sometime. I'll compile another list. Do it. I I I like. I don't really go too off in the rabbit hole talking about weird existential shit because that's not the kind of show I usually run. Because I'm a boring, pragmatic, utilitarian dude. But I do like talking weird shit. And it doesn't always I, have to. The next list, I, I can make a list about anything. You never know. No, 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 no. no. Keep it, keep it weird. Keep, keep uh, the BR hates venture weird. But um, yeah. I I, I want to say this on air. I really fucking love you, mate. Aww. I Thanks, I. Man. I I love you too. I mean it. I'm I'm sober as a fucking nun right now, and and in solidarity with you. Awesome. Uh, um, and we just had a weird fucking conversation, and I enjoyed myself, which just just goes to show, straight edge isn't all bullshit. Nope, we had a good time, and we didn't even need <laughs> drugs, even though I am <laughs> drugged. Yeah, but not not that kind of drug. Technically, it's not not fun drugs. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time.
And if you want to hear more of Guns and Guillotines, and you, for whatever reason, don't listen to English podcasts, check us out on there. Bye.